podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. The Celtic Exchange. A fresh insight on Celtic Football Club. Welcome to the final whistle, where Ange Postacoglu's away streak continues, finishing today Motherwell nil, Celtic 2. That win was given a significant boost, with Rangers and Hearts playing out a one-each draw at Ibrox. Today I'm joined by Kush. Kush, your thoughts on the match today? Good afternoon, James. Good afternoon, listeners. Uh, I'm really delighted with today's win. A tough place to go for Park, so picking up another three points. And another clean sheet is very important as well. Absolutely delighted with that. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would say it wasn't the, the slickest performance by any stretch. I was quite surprised how poor Motherwell were. They've been on good, on good form. They didn't seem to get going. Um, we huffed and puffed ourselves, albeit the stats give us you know, 74% possession to their 26. We were well on top, but there wasn't much fluidity in, in the game today. Um, well, do is I'll give you the, the lineups. So... We started out, as you'd imagine, Joe Hart and goals, Tony Ralston, Carter Vickers, Starfelt, Ball and Goalie, Callum McGregor, Turnbull, Rogic, and then up front you've got Abada, Kyogo and Jota. Any surprises in the lineup for you, Stephen? Um, a couple of sore thumbs there, James. Um, so, for me, I was really surprised to see Tom Rogic start, um, having been away on international duty, having played both games. I just felt he might have been a bit jaded. Um, very surprised to see Ball and Golly start, but I understand that uh, Montgomery picked up an injury yesterday. Just a wee bit more surprising that Scales wasn't given the nod before him. So, Yeah, that, that's the two that stood out for me. Um, Turnbull obviously returning to uh, to where it all started for him. You know, there's, there's an argument over Turnbull and Rogic. One of them should be dropping out with, yeah. maybe it's beat on coming in and letting Calmack push on. Ball and goalie is the, the obvious standout, I would say, in terms of a surprise. Um, what What is Scales not doing that he can't get into that team ahead of ball and goalie? Um, we'll cover this you know, throughout the episode, but he, he was a, a frustrating figure for me today, ball and goalie. Um, and this, in, you know, far out of the team, not even in the squad, to, to a, a first 11 pick. You know, it's, it's oscillating throughout the season, so a strange one. So, um like I said, it was a, a strange enough game with no real flow to it. And, you know, just going right back to the start, you know, Mullard a couple of chances with um, Starfield not clearing his lines, Ralston sliding into the back to, to clear it off. There was just a, you know, a very open game. Um, you know, Abada was getting a lot of the ball down the right, but some poor crossing was, was letting him down there. Um, what's, what's your opinion on Abada just now in terms of his form? I don't think his form's great. I think he's um, had a really fast start to his career at Celtic and he's very young. He's only going to get better. I think he would really benefit from James Forrest being fit and available and pushing him for a place. Um, And I think, we've we've said this before, Forrest benefits from someone pushing him. Abada, I think, is exactly the same. He'll benefit from someone pushing him. It's interesting and I totally agree with that. You know, know, I've uh, given Jamesy a hard time over the years Um, but you can see we're missing him and Abada could really benefit from that, that competition. I think it does work both ways. I, I want to see the two of them fighting out for that spot You know, all throughout the season. It keeps the pressure on each of them, which 
at least we can see from Forrest's in, in past years, it makes him a better player and it might well do the same for Abada. I think he's a talent, a real talent, Abada. He's just kind of drifted out a wee bit from where he was with the life he's, he's blistered Aye, at the start. And I, I think he would benefit, as I said, he'd benefit from Forrest being there to push him. Maybe benefit from getting a wee break as a result of Forrest being available. Mikey Johnson coming back in today, doing well when they came on. That might push him on a wee bit as well. There's something in that too because it allows Jota to get the, the versatility to accommodate that. And if, if he's an option in the right wing, it might give us a, a chance to rest a batter. With we're not really too sure where Forrest was. He was seemed to be you know well on the comeback trail, and that's kind of drifted away now. It's a mystery. A mystery indeed. <laughs> a mystery. So, like I say, the game was very open. There was some frustrating stuff from Tony Watt buying fouls and. Colin being very happy to oblige him buying those fouls, one on uh, Carter Vickers in particular. Um, just looking at my notes here, another overhit cross from Abada, some horrendous passing from Ball and Goalie. He's, he seems to struggle from just poor decision making, passes that aren't on, and he, he, he tries <clears> them anyway, almost to get the ball out from under his own feet. Um, where that got to anyway was just about kind of 16, 17 minutes in, it's it's open, it's kind of end-to-end football, but won the ball well, um, Mother will seem to be claiming for a foul, which was no foul at all, uh, and Keogh actually breaks really well the ball to Tom Rogic, who, who takes it on yards, and then just strikes a great ball across to Jota, and Jota doesn't need to be asked twice, he's just looked up, crashed in his goal, a peach. It's, it's a fabulous pass and finish. Uh, Rogic, that's what that's what Tom Rogic does. Just he's got that vision. He's got the ability to pay, uh, pull the pass off as well. And the finish from Jot is excellent. Yeah, uh, he continues to impress me every time you see him play. He's growing in confidence, and it's a real find, a real find that we've got there. Yeah, the work to be done is to to get him secured in some kind of a deal because yeah. he's standing out most games now. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Kyogo had a quiet game today, understandably given all the travelling he's been doing, um, and that, that further allows Jota to stand out as, as the real talent in the squad at the moment. Yeah, Kyogo again, away on international duty, no surprise that Kyogo's starting, he needs to start, of every course. game he's available yeah, yeah. he has to be up front, he's got yeah. to be the focal point and get as many minutes out of him as he can because he causes so many problems, his movement is uh, the best I've seen up front at Celtic Park for many a year for many a year that's the phrase I was hoping you were going to use and not use any comparisons with players <laughs> of the past thanks Kush um, so at this point just you know, not long after ago Motherwell seemed to be shaking and we weren't really capitalising on that they were you know, slashing balls out from the back they weren't composed we didn't really seem to you know, compound that and really get on top of them um, from Abada having a poor another poor cross quite quickly after that in 24 minutes he gets a good cross in uh, to Jota and I think he's gone for the over-elaborate super switch kick, you know, um, Sunday Mail back page headlines number, instead of just putting his laces through it and, and, and picking up a, another goal. Um, at that point, Willie Collum goes down injured, which, you know, no one's looking to see the man get injured, but we weren't too disappointed to, to see him get relieved of the whistle. Some kind of calf knock, apparently, and he's switched with the fourth official, so that took a bit of time out of the game, um, and then we're back on with Fordyce, I think, picked up the whistle at that point. Craig, Craig Fordyce, Craig I'm Fordyce. sure yeah. Wee Fordyce, if you remember him. Um, so again, we're, we're, there's plenty of football from Celtic here, but nothing absolutely solid. Um, I thought at this point, 
Motherwell were getting frustrated and they were leaving the boot in fairly heavy and not getting penalised for it. So, well, they didn't get penalised. They didn't get uh, a caution until the very end of the game. Yeah. Which is surprising uh, because the boot, the boot was left in a few times. Um, you've made this point every time you've came on to this podcast, James, about the standard of refereeing we're looking for in Scotland. You need, in the standard of game we're looking for in Scotland, you need to call out these tackles, but you need to call them out both ways. Uh, and the, you need to call out fouls <laughs> both ways. More, more on that coming up. Yeah. Um, so, we, we carry on. Ball and goalie, we need to spend a wee bit of time to, to talk about him, I suppose, as, as a player himself, never mind in uh, scales. So, a poor cross from him, poor passing, lack of awareness, poor positioning. What, you know, why is ball and goalie there? What's your opinion on him? I mean, do you think there's, there's salvation there for him? Can, you make, can we make a player no. out of him? No. Um, so, I'm going to cut him a wee bit of slack as well, because I don't think he would be expecting it to start any time soon no. either. You know, being out of the game and in um, the game, that's hard. Right? And that's not going to be easy. He's not capable of playing that style of football, unfortunately, in my opinion. Um now, as it stands at the moment, I think all of the Celtic defence is really struggling with this style of football. Mm-hmm. However, I don't think he's capable of getting to play that style of football at any point. Um, his decision making is dreadful. Um, and there's a lot of times for me today that he was playing the wrong pass, over elaborating, doing silly things putting himself into trouble, putting his teammates into trouble. But, as I said, but for injuries, he wouldn't be anywhere near that. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't be anywhere near that. And I think, coming to the next transfer window, he won't be here. You think he'll go in January? I, I think he'll definitely go in January. Right. I think probably more likely he'll be on loan again. Um, but I I don't think he's got a future at Celtic. Yeah. I mean, on, on that, none of the back four being comfortable with this style of play, I, I noted that with the passing out from the back, Mullerwell were pressing that really heavily, um, and as, as, as right they should. Uh, I marked that we lost the ball five times from passing out from the back. You know, not necessarily in really dangerous yeah. positions, but that's the reason we're not asking the goalie to clear the ball up the pitches. Most of the time, you lose possession. That's fine. I can understand the argument for that. But if you're passing out from the back and losing it five times in one half, then you're kind of getting the same result in a more dangerous place. Do you see when it works? It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. See, when it works, it's absolutely brilliant and it's breathtaking football. And I want Celtic to be playing like that because I love watching it. Yeah. Scottish football, the managers in Scottish football aren't stupid. They know how to uh, press up against you. They know what Angie's tactics are now. Yeah. They know how to mix it up with them. I think there comes a time where you need to say, right, don't do that and mix up your play. Go short every now and again. Go long every now and again. You know you will catch more Scottish teams out that way. You will get more results that way. Yeah, so I think that's a very point. On forty minutes, I've put a bracket. No alternative. No, you know what's the alternative to this, this play? When Motherwell bringing four players up against you, that's leaving gaps elsewhere. Yeah. So what are they not practicing different formations in the training ground that then exploit that gap? And then not only are you past those four, you're well away. They've got to, and I know that. Andrew's very, very bullish about it and he says this is the way I play and this is the way my team will play and we won't change that and that's all great but we've seen it happen in the past we've seen it Joe Hart went to him against Alkmaar and says we need to start playing the ball long yeah. you need to start thinking 
about changing the style of play to suit what you're up against. There's no point in passing the ball at the back and Starfield panicking and Carter Vickers panicking and trying to pass it to Ball and Golly and then goodness knows what's going to happen. <laughs> so I think we need to look at what we've got there to do it. Albeit if we change those, you know, if those players continue to work on it and get better at it, brilliant. If you get someone else in that can do it, Juranovic I'm sure can do it. But as it stands at the moment, the back four that we've got aren't capable of it. I'm not sure Juranovic likes it. You know, just I, I, from watching him playing I know he's a talented player of course I, I don't think any defender likes us so I think you're putting yourself under pressure I think it's bringing people on to you it's asking you to play um, and be a better player than you would want well, let's not kid ourselves defenders aren't the best most skillful of guys out there no so, it's rare yeah. yeah so I think I think we want to see this style of play but we also need to see a bit of variation in that style of play uh, for the time being, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I don't see it happening, but I, I agree with your... Uh... Ange listens. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he might hear, but I'm not sure he listens. <laughs> you know. So, as a first half drawn to a close, quite a late finish with uh, Colin being off for six minutes, but Celtic are breaking on the halfway line. Regards about to spray a ball, and Fordyce stamps his credentials on that by saying Celtic attack... That's the end of the half. Yeah, of course. So there we go. Um, so coming out in the second half, uh, just notice, and he's not got many mentions in my notes at all, but Furuhashi, you know, as knackered as he was, he's still pressing the goalie and, you know, creating the opportunities there. He's, he's a special talent. And yeah. what comes with all talented players, all players at the top of their game, they work really hard. Mm-hmm. They don't rest in their laurels. And I think... Um, he is one player that defenders will, and any defender in Scotland is going to hate playing against. Aye. I heard on the radio before the game, um, they were talking about, it was uh, Halliday talking about the Scottish Cup game. The Doyen. Uh, the League Cup game. And said that he came off the game absolutely done and didn't know where he was going because Furahashi wouldn't let him stop. Just let him ragged, yeah. So, Scottish players, uh, defenders in this league are going to hate that. Defenders anywhere are going to hate that. Yeah. Uh, and you know he's just an excellent excellent talent I'm not going to go as far as Sinky but he's up there <laughs> he's, up he's there. getting there right. uh, if you look at so the effort from Kyogo and the effort from Ralston we've spoken at length about Ralston and he's playing above his abilities and you know hats off to him for that but the effort from those two guys is 10 out of 10 every game what do you feel in terms of the squad for effort at the moment so if they all had the desire and effort that Ralston had, there would be no problem. Absolutely yeah. no problem. Unfortunately, I'm not seeing it across the board. Um, I think there's a, a, you know, a few players on that team that don't have that desire at the moment. And that's, to me, unacceptable. To any Celtic fan, that would be unacceptable. However, they do have the talent, uh, these players, and... It's down to the manager to try and drive that out of them, yeah. you know, and, and get that extra effort put in. We saw him before the season started saying, we don't stop, we don't stop, we don't stop. Unfortunately, some of these players are stopping, and yeah. I'm really not putting it in yet, and we need to see that change. Yeah, I think the press has you know, dropped off about five or six weeks ago, and mm-hmm. we need to get that back and, and show that desire that Kyogo and, and Ralston are showing. Um, so as the second half is just getting into its groove, um, about fifth. 51 minutes in Turnbull just gets the ball on the edge of the box 
And I, I think this is a, you know, Turnbull's had a frustrating season, but one thing he's got is tremendous vision. He sees a lot more opportunity for shots on goal than, than a lot of other players. He sees a lot more more of the goal that he can shoot at. And he's just striked this one outside his boot and it's in the top right-hand corner. What did you think oh, of that it's, one? It's a fantastic finish. It's a fantastic spot from him. He has the opportunity. The Motherwell players haven't forced him into anything and he just takes a shot. It's in the back of the net. Doesn't over-celebrate, obviously, because ah, it's his former club, club yeah, and yeah. that's uh, you know to be commended. Um, but uh, just... I was really delighted for him because I think he needs that. He needs that just now because he's not been firing uh, on all cylinders of late and he has had a hard time. And, you know, there's a lot of people criticising his ability, his desire, his effort. He's, you know, that'll do him the world of good. Yeah, I think the biggest criticism is adaptability. You know, can he fit into this 4-3-3 setup? For me, his, his talent is, is not in doubt at all. I think he's a great talent. Um, he's got to start delivering it on a more consistent basis and it's you know getting his game adapted to fit in with this 4 3 system. I think the difficulty with that is when you've got McGregor, Brogic and Turnbull in the same team. Rogic and Turnbull in the same team, Two they're tens. both a bit lightweight. Yeah. It, you know, it's, you're relying on McGregor to make things happen, whereas if you had, <laughs> if you had McCarthy, that, that'd be excellent. If you've got Beaton there doing it, good, fair enough. Um, you need someone with a wee bit more steel to help. Um, and unfortunately, Turnbull and Rogic, that's not their game. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to see Carmack really push up into one of those positions. I'd, I'd, and yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like have him up a bit as well. Yeah. Absolutely. I thought, I thought it was like a kind of funny game today. Like, you know, he, he did a lot of, kind of breaking up stuff, but sloppy in passing, Carmack. Um, not, not his best game by any stretch of the imagination. Not his best game, but he's certainly, he's not, not the worst. And certainly, he, there's a lot of good things that he's doing out yeah. there. You know, and a lot of thankless stuff. Yeah, and I think he needs to be given a bit more support in that kind of role. Um, yeah. And it's difficult uh, because you're wanting to play four three three, and you're wanting to be all attacking, but um, it's difficult to do that. Yeah, indeed. Um, not long after his goal, uh, Turnbull was rewarded by Mugabe with a, a pretty horrendous challenge. Um, that Fordyce decided wasn't a foul at all. Um, Turbo's nicked in, got the ball. McGabby's just swiped him late, and there was no foul given at all. Like I say, I mean, this we'll come on to the worst decision Fordyce made in a minute. But you know, this is the kind of lack of consistency when you've got you know Porteous getting sent off against Rangers for whatever that kind of foul the, the TV commentary seems to have decided it, it was. This was a, a far worse challenge and no foul given at all. Uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. A ridiculous decision. Yeah. So, um, so we're, we're playing through the second half, and it's all pretty, you know, turgid stuff. Not not turgid is maybe a bit strong, but there's no, there's nothing great. There's a bit of kind of back and forth. Despite all the possession we had, it was it was still fairly open. Um, Mother will play the the ball into the box or box around about the sixty sixth minute, and for me, just even in first showing, it looked like it hit ball and goalies handball I got the benefit of the, the replay and it turned out it absolutely was a stonewall penalty um, the referee was maybe unsighted with a Murrow play in front of him the linesman is about 8 or 9 yards away from that uh, so I'm more than happy to call out all the bad decisions that referees make in Scotland and that's a shocker that that should be a, a penalty to Murrow whether it impacts on the game given the possession and the goals we had I really don't know. I don't think so is, is my answer to that. But penalty? Aye. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, 
the impacts in the game because it's likely a goal. Um, and there's a good chance that their defence will crumble after that. But yeah, it's a penalty. Um, it should have been given. I I think the referee was unsighted. Um, I'm not 100% about the linesman. I'd need to see it again. But from the second viewing, I, I didn't think so in the first viewing, but the second viewing, it's clear. It's a penalty. Yeah. So again, another argument for, for VAR there. VAR, VAR picks that up and Mother will get the penalty. Yeah. I don't think it would have impacted the results much as it would impact that point of the game. If Muller would come out then and started to play for a second, we could easily pick up a third ourselves. Potentially, so, yeah. potentially. So it's crystal ball stuff, really. Um, there's there's more decisions beyond that. There's a bad foul and uh, Rogic not given. There's a, a scissor tackle on Turnbull and no foul given there. Turnbull should have taken his shot before that. But again, it's just it's standards. The standards of, of refereeing are, are just really poor here. So around about 70 minutes, 73 minutes, time to ring the changes. I mean, I thought Kyogo was an obvious one, um, but Ange knows better than me, and he does. Uh, so Abada came off for Jackie Marcus, and Rogic, who had you know, done a lot of travelling and playing himself, came off for Beton. So that lets us see that, you know, Beton sitting in the, def- in the mm-hmm. defensive role. Um, from there, it's nothing terribly incisive. Um, it's just kind of back and forth. I wouldn't say any, any clear cut. What did you make of those subs and any impact they made in the game? So, I was pleased to see Jack and Marcus get a run out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pleased to see Rogic get a rest. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, in terms of what the impact that they had, there wasn't a great deal that I could say. They didn't do anything wrong, in my opinion, but they didn't really stamp any authority in the game. You know, Jack and Marcus hasn't, hasn't had a lot of game time uh, for obvious reasons but um, we're still waiting to see him get a wee a decent kind of run of time in the, on the pitch and see what he can really do yeah yeah, I agree with that um, not long after that 10 minutes after that Kyogo does get a break um, and gets his trackies on with Mikey Johnson coming on and good to see Mikey coming back you know I, yeah. I've said it's, it's it's been a hard run for him and for me I'm not sure if he's, he's going to make it but you know it, that certainly doesn't suggest that I don't want him to make it. It's just been a, a hard, hard run. So, what did Jenkins make when he came on? So, I was I was impressed with him today. Mm-hmm. I really was. He, he kind of lifted. I thought he lifted the team when he came on today. I thought he was excellent. Um, showed a lot of urgency. Created some chances. I'm really hopeful that he can push on from this. Get back into the team. Get back into the squad. And you know, the main thing is keep fit. Yeah. If if you can, you know, just. No more knocks, no more injuries for him. If he can get between now and the end of the season, staying fit and you know a good run. First and foremost, it gives us other options in in the team. You know, it lets us gives us a bit of uh, flexibility with Jota and Abada. But yeah, I agree. I thought he did. Um, you know, lift the tempo a wee bit when he when he came on. There was yeah. just a bit more urgency. He was looking for the ball. He was you know, crossing flank to flank. He was certainly keen, and he should be. Yeah, it was I, and he was causing motherable problems. Yeah, I, I think he's a great talent, Mikey Johnson. Um, and I think his 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 career's been blighted by injury, and I'm really hopeful that he can push on this season. I'm really hopeful that he can. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think all Celtic fans will be, um, as we hope for all players, you know. Um, so games kind of drawn to a close, you know, with Mikey Johnson getting involved in most of the the good stuff. Um, Mugabe had a bad foul on Jack Amakis just right at the end. He was desperate to get that yellow card from Mugabe. It was a shocker, uh, uh, you know. Um, 
one that Fordyce deemed worthy for yellow, so you know it was bad. Yeah, and, and it was it was nothing as, as bad as the one in Turnbull, so no. inconsistency from referees. So that that's kind of where it could have ended, really. Your man of the match today? It's got to be Jota. Yeah. He was excellent. Yeah. Absolutely excellent. It's Jota, and, you know, not for the first time since we signed him, he's, he's my man of the match too. Uh, just as, as the game was drawn to a close, we get some nice news from across the, the other side of the city. Yeah. Uh, so... Interesting, apparently, uh, Griggs has sold the jerseys, so... Ah, well, that can happen. It's a, it's a tough job for a goalie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. But that, you know, it's it's you know, three <laughs> points was the most important thing, but it's two points. I think it's important to note that that brings us four points closer. Yeah. After eight games, I was listening to the radio before the game again, I need to stop doing that, um, talking about how much pressure Andrew's under. Yeah. He's eight games in. Yeah. For goodness sakes. Yeah, they were, they were, they were dismissing his, his Aberdeen uh, away win uh, and all the other stuff you get. But we'll, we'll not dwell on those guys. It's been a great day to be a Celtic fan. Three points for us, two points claimed on the uh, leaders. If they're still leaders, they should be. Um, and that's really us from the final whistle at uh, Celtic. Thanks to you guys for listening. Kush, thanks for joining me. Uh, Pleasure, thank you. The weekly podcast will be out on Tuesday this week. So something to listen to on the way to the game at Parkhead at daft o'clock, I think the kickoff is. 3.30. 3.30. Enjoy that. Thanks very much now. Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. Sports Social Podcast Network.